Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling, meeting new friends, or just even to master a new skill. But it's not always simple when you're bogged down by textbooks and structure classes. That's why so many people trust Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program available on desktop or as an app. It truly immerses you in the language you want to learn, like Spanish, French, Italian, Chinese, and more. You won't just be studying English translations. The Rosetta Stone intuitive process helps you pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com rs10. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com rs10 today. You're listening to BetQL Daily, presented by FanDuel Sportsbook, with Joe Ostrowski, Joe Giglio, and Aaron Hawksworth from BetQL. Welcome back, BetQL Daily, presented as always by FanDuel Sportsbook. Joe O, Joe G, Aaron Hawksworth with you on a Thursday as we get set for Wild Card Weekend in the NFL. And joining us right now, one of our favorite guests, Ed Fang of the Power Rank, host of the Football Analytics Show to talk some NFL Wildcard Weekend. Ed, welcome back to the show. Happy to have you and excited to talk to you about these games here. Let's let's start. Let's go and uh, we'll start with the first one, right? The one that we get on Saturday at 4.30. Bengals, Raiders. We're getting line movement here in this game. It was about six a couple days ago, five and a half, now down to four and a half. Some love for the Raiders. What, what do you make of this? Uh, you know, Las Vegas coming in off of what they did last week. Meanwhile, the Bengals kind of two weeks off, you know, since they, had, they got themselves yeah. to the playoffs and won that division. What do you make of this game? I think it's really interesting that the markets have changed their mind a lot on the Raiders. Uh, we saw the the market move towards Denver with Drew Locke against this team. Obviously, the Raiders have been coming off kind of a rough stretch there. Uh, we saw the market go against uh, the Raiders against the Colts. So, you know, that, that line got to Colts minus six and a half. And, uh, and, and that was partially because Carson Wentz didn't project to play. Uh, he did end up playing. That moved to uh, Colts minus eight and a half. And then, you know, that stayed, Chargers stayed minus three uh, last week on that, on that epic Sunday night game, right? So um, the fact that – I so last week I, I liked the Raiders against the Chargers, but I didn't bet it because I just – I didn't think I would get market movement in my favor. And, um, you know, that, that didn't end up winning. I, I, I think um, – I actually bet this at minus uh, plus six and a half earlier this week just because I did think there would be some market movement in that direction. I think the markets have been underestimating the Raiders – I, I really like this pass offense. I like what Derek Carr has done, not only this season, but actually over the last couple of seasons. You can argue that his weapons aren't as good right now. Uh, Darren Waller came back in his first game last week and didn't look particularly good, but hopefully that's just a little bit of rust. I think he's an incredible talent. I think the Raiders have, um, you know, some, in some of the underlying metrics I look at, they, they were actually pretty good without Waller. That's how they've been able to win these games. It hasn't necessarily been pretty. It hasn't necessarily resulted in a lot of points. But in the underlying metrics, in the passing success rate, I look at, uh, I think they look pretty good. 
Um, with Cincy, it's it's a little bit interesting, right? Because they, they have had this week off. Uh, you know, Burrow did get dinged up at the end of that Chiefs game, kind of hobbled off uh, right as they won that game. I'm sure he'll be fine. But I do have some questions about their defense. Um, you know, my my numbers on the extreme side of things, my prediction actually has Cincy only winning by one. And so so that's the value that I see. Uh, obviously, less value if you're if you're betting Raiders plus four. Um, but I, I, I'm not I'm not necessarily sure Cincinnati moves on. I think this is going to be a tight game. And if some breaks don't go their way, I can see the Raiders pulling this off outright straight up. Ed, before we get to the other Saturday game, tell us about what you have going on at the power rank, because I, I get the weekly emails. I know a friend of the show at Egros writes up some of those terrific information. You sent me uh, your wild card breakdowns. Man, is this this in depth and uh, it, it could help some betters out there because we spend so much time digging up numbers, success rate, you know, all sorts of different stats that are available. And uh, you put in what you think is most important going into these games. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for asking, Joe. I really appreciate it. Uh, you know, at the Power Rank, you know, members always get access to, to my best predictions and, and my write-ups. Um, but I'm actually making those available to anyone as a separate product. Uh, that's the the Power Rank 2022 playoff report. I sent you over the copy, Joe. And 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 um, it, I guess, you know, in, in betting circles, like I think my take is just slightly different because I really look at a couple statistics um, uh, passing success rate and not only that but adjustments based on my on on my algorithms that al- that allow me to adjust for strength of schedule so i think that does give me a little bit of an edge um you know the numbers have been pretty good over the last uh, th- uh three years that, that i've looked at it and um I, I think it does give you an edge and, and i think it's not just about taking a number out of context even though that number has performed well over the last three years i think it's adding that to um, you know, knowledge about these teams, knowledge that that the Raiders pass offense has been good, for example, and that, you know, Cincinnati's pass defense is, is suspect. Um, I, I think they're probably NFL average. But uh, so, yeah, just trying to put some context in the numbers, because I, I certainly don't believe in just looking at my number and saying, oh, I'm going to bet that. Uh, I think you got to you got to do your homework. And um, so, yeah, the, the playoff report just allows you to kind of get some of my takes, which I think you should. Uh, combined with uh, the opinions of all the bright people on the show and uh, make your own decision for yourself. We're with Ed Fang. You can follow him on Twitter at the power rank and be sure to check out the power rank.com. I'm curious, Ed, um, you say, you know, uh, that the Cowboys offense might not be as good as people think, um, but that you like Dallas by 2.8 over San Francisco. So I'm curious yeah. your thoughts behind this. Yeah, so this is an interesting one because like my brain has just kind of told me, yeah, Dallas's offense is good. And and I think on on the surface level, you know, I, I mainly look at passing success rate adjusted for who you played, the defenses that you played. And they're fifth in the NFL. And that's good, right? Like I, I, I'm not telling you that, that that's not good, but they really have kind of struggled in some of these games, um, you know, and they got they had a, obviously an incredible performance against the Eagles, but the Eagles were playing the backups as well. So they were a little bit lower before that game. So you take that into context. And then I look at Amari Cooper, which who is an interesting player, like a guy I've always thought of as an elite NFL receiver. But when you look at the yards per route that yards per route run that he's had, um, they've actually been it's been down this year compared to, to past years. And he actually had a higher yards per route run last year when he was getting more balls thrown at him from Andy Dalton than from Dak Prescott. So that concerns me a little bit. Um, I, I, you know, I think there's a lot of interesting data um, that 
and, and I think CD Lamb's great. You know, they uh, there, there's some interesting data that Tony Pollard's a better running back than than Zeke Elliott, which I, I don't think matters too much. But you know, Pollard is getting like two yards per route run, which is an incredible amount. That's that's the type of numbers that elite NFL receivers average. Uh, he's doing that from the running back position, yet not getting nearly as much as many snaps as Elliott. He's also um, I don't I don't necessarily know he's going to play this week. So those are kind of the reasons I'm kind of doubting Dallas's offense. I mean, I think they're good. I think they do potentially have a high ceiling, but I, I think there's you can question whether Cooper is the same receiver that he was. You can question whether Dak has had his best season. And I'm curious your your, um, your process when it comes to how a team changes over the season. Eagles, Bucks, eight and a half mm-hmm. point spread. I really like the Eagles in this game. And, I, and part of the reason is I think these two teams have changed so much over the course of the year. Do you yeah. look at when, when you kind of put your numbers together, do you, do you weigh a second half of the season in the last month? How do you do that? Because if you asked me this matchup a month and a half ago, I would have said, uh-oh, Eagles are in big trouble in this game. Yeah. But the Bucks are banged up. And if you look at the last I – think, I think since the last time these teams played each other, I think the Bucks have only scored nine more points over that two- or three-month span. So, like, mm-hmm. their offense should be better, but really is it that much better? How do you look at trends and, and how a team is now compared to what we look at for the full season? This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy – celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from progressive it works just the way it sounds you tell progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget get your quote today at progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust progressive progressive casualty insurance company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law Okay, picture this, it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. So a lot of it depends on the metrics that I'm looking at. Um, so when I'm looking at passing success rate, I, I, uh, I look at everything. I, I weight every game equally. And then I would also say that, you know, you can argue that Tampa Bay's defense is better now than it was at the beginning of the year just because they have a lot of pieces in their secondary back that they did not have before. Uh, Jamel D might not play this week. I think he's questionable, but I, I, I think he gets it together. So I try to, that's the part that I try to put in the analysis. Um, another key component that I look at is uh, the market. So I take closing spreads from the market and I adjust for who you played. And those are my market rankings. Those are more heavily weighted towards recent games. So that will tend to capture uh, a little bit more of uh, Philly's performance recently. Um, another thing, like I, I don't put almost any emphasis on the running game. So the fact that, uh, you know, I've, I've actually found that, you know, even running success rate doesn't really correlate to how many points you score over the long run. So that is not in there as much, and that's going to be why my number is going to be less bullish on the Colts and the Eagles. So that's just not in my model because I because I found that that doesn't matter as much. Now, obviously, can can the Eagles just run the ball and 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 maybe cover against Tampa Bay? Absolutely. Does it hurt that there's no Chris Godwin for Tampa Bay? Absolutely. Um, you know, my number was Tampa Bay by ten point six. I think you can argue that's a little bit high, simply because they don't have Godwin. I think he's an incredible weapon. And the numbers certainly bear that out this year. Uh, I can I can understand if, if people like Philadelphia, um, but I, I'm on Tampa Bay on this one. 
Uh, I think they get it done, and uh, I think I think they can cover a, a reasonably big number. I mean, I got it at seven and a half. Um, and uh, yeah, it, it's a, it, another interesting situ- situation. I mean, with the winds in Tampa Bay, you kind of expect good weather down there, but I think mm-hmm. twenty plus mile per hour winds does not help Tampa Bay. Ed, when I was on your show yesterday with Jim Sonis, just uh, reading body language, and maybe I'm wrong, kind of felt like you're not buying into a lot of the Cowboys hype that we're seeing right now with that yeah. Dallas offense. Uh, what are your thoughts on Cowboys Niners? Yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm not buying into them as much, and I think that was part of, you know, it's been a couple weeks since I've done a deep dive into them, and, and I think part of the things I mentioned about, you know, their offense is, I think it's very, I think it's a very good offense. I just think we might give, be giving them a little bit too much credit. Um, you know, their defensive numbers are kind of all over the map. When I look at passing success rate adjusted for opponent, they're they're I think third. Um, but when they when you look at like yards per pass attempt, they're they're way uh, they're way lower. Um, but yet their PFF coverage grades are good. So I think that unit is probably better than average. It's probably better than a lot of the other, other units um, that we're seeing come into the playoffs. But I, I guess I can say, well, look, let me put it this way. I'm higher on the Cowboys than I am on Arizona or the Rams. I think the Cardinals and the Rams, they're going to play. Someone's going to cover. And I, I just don't expect much more <laughs> from either of those teams. So it's, it's all kind of relative. Um, mm-hmm. I, I just feel like those two teams just got out of the gate and then they regressed pretty hard, which, which happens in the NFL. I still think they're two pretty good teams. I think they deserve to make the playoffs. Uh, it's just we got too high on them, and and we've seen what can happen when you do that. Are there any upsets that you're looking at that you know maybe wouldn't surprise you that much that you could see happening this weekend? Yeah, for sure. I mean, I we already talked about the Raiders. I, I can definitely see the Raiders walking out of there with the win. Um, probably the other episode is probably the Niners. I, I can yep. definitely see them going in there and and winning the game. Uh, I think. You know, it's interesting when you look at Jimmy Garoppolo, like he's a quarterback that's set to get replaced by the third pick in this past draft. But he's he's done pretty well this year. And and part of the reason is uh, explosive plays. So when when you look at their numbers, they're kind of NFL average in, in success rate. But they're first when I look at yards per pass attempt adjusted for opponent. And that simply means that players like Debo Samuel have been amazing breaking plays, going going for long plays. Um, I've also found that explosiveness is uh, is very volatile in the NFL. Mm-hmm. So just because you're first in, in yards per pass attempt uh, does not mean you're going to be able to sustain that. So um, so that tends to be volatile. So that, I guess I would argue that they might not make the upset. But uh, I wouldn't be surprised if, if the Niners came out with a win, especially their secondary is playing better too. Great stuff. Ed Fang of the Power Rank. Check out his work. We'll be back on the other side right here on the BetQL Network.